0: That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Final half hour of today's episode. Have you been contacted by a pollster this election season? Have you gotten either via email or text message or phone call to your home or cell phone? Have you been contacted by someone saying, "Hey, uh, what are you up to this uh, November? What, you gonna we gonna vote? Which way you voting?" That may not exactly be how the polls are conducted, but that's my that's my closest approximation. I mean, that's the information they're after, isn't it? What you intend to do with your vote? How you intend to exercise your uh, right to vote? It's big business polling. It's big, big business. Big business. And there uh, there are some who place great stock or put great stock in the results of polls, and how they may indicate you know the will of the people and all. And yet, uh, if we have learned any lessons over the past uh, what four and a half years or so, uh, polling polling really ought to be taken only with a, a grain of salt if p- President Trump and uh, the election. Of President Trump in 2016 has taught us anything. It is that uh, polling and maybe a pollster's approach to polling uh, must be reevaluated and looked at in different ways. With that said, what I want to do is I want to look. I want to walk back through uh, some traditional polling that took place uh, ahead of the 2016 election. Compare that to polling which is taking place right now uh, under similar circumstances and see if there's anything we can learn about where uh, Joe Biden stands in the polls right now compared to where Hillary Clinton stood in the polls four years ago. Uh, In fact, to to refresh your memory here is a little montage of, of news coverage of where Hillary Clinton stood in the polls exactly four years ago. And now Hillary... T- Clinton has taken a slight lead on enthusiasm of voters. And when you're looking at the last 15 days, that's what matters most. The most recent CBS News national poll shows Hillary Clinton with a nine-point lead over Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton is extending her lead over Donald Trump in several national polls. CNN is releasing a brand new poll of polls, which is an average of the six last surveys. And it shows Donald Trump trailing Hillary Clinton by 10 points. Meanwhile, the latest national poll has Clinton up by nine, just 12 days from Election Day. Can you believe that? We are at exactly the same point. And those are the predictions that were uh, being shared and distributed and uh, presumably garnered by very reliable pollsters four years ago today. So let's compare. Let's look at the numbers. And let me just give you a little background. I have a very hard time... putting any faith in or trying to draw any conclusions from national polls. We don't vote for the president that way. Uh, you know, debates over the Electoral College, uh, we're going to have to save those for another day. But in terms of polling, uh, nationwide polling is is misleading. All right. We, we don't vote that way. And so polling that way uh, can be a bit misleading. So what we're going to do now, I want to walk through uh, a few of the polls That were conducted in battleground states. Each of the states I'm about to share with you was ultimately won by Donald Trump. And here is where the polling stood uh, late October 2016. In Pennsylvania, Hillary Clinton was up 6.8 in the real clear politics average in Pennsylvania. Hillary Clinton 6.8 four years ago. Today, Joe Biden is up 3.8. 6.8 Hillary Clinton four years ago. Joe Biden today, 3.8. Let's move on to Michigan, another state where uh, President Trump was able to secure victory. Hillary Clinton was up 12 points in Michigan on that day. Biden, 7.5 right now. Wisconsin, Clinton in 2016, 6.5. Biden up only 6.2. It's getting closer, uh, but still, uh, Clinton outperforming Biden in states he's predicted to win this year. Right. Clinton up 4 points in Florida up 4 points in Florida Biden today up a single point let's move on to North Carolina 2.8 was uh, the percent uh, enjoyed the margin of of, uh, of added support enhanced support enjoyed by Hillary Clinton in 2016 again in North Carolina now uh, Joe Biden in North Carolina up only 2 points and now th- that's not It's not uh, across the board uh, the case. I have given you, uh, what, four or five examples of some of the more eye-popping things. But listen, four or five states can mean the election. And so, you know, (laughs) take this for what you will. Uh, Next up, let's look at Arizona. That one went the other way. Clinton in 2016 was up 1.5 in Arizona. Today, Biden up 3.1. Though, as you can see, the polling turned dramatically pro-Trump in the week leading up to uh, the election Trump uh, was also up five point three in Georgia in twenty sixteen. Today Biden uh is up one point two. So uh it 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 there is there are some exceptions to this uh observation that I'm making, but uh the sum total of the margins really tells us either one of two things. Uh we certainly what what it certainly tells us is is that polling, again, as I said, ought to be taken with a grain of salt. It makes for great talk media fodder. It makes for great uh, newspaper headlines. It makes for a great crawl across the bottom of the 24-hour cable news networks. Uh, But in terms of a reflection of reality, eh, not exactly certain. Uh, So we'll have to see. I I look forward to comparing I look forward to comparing uh, the the outcome, obviously, with the polls as we have them today. Uh, now that we have an eye towards uh, four years ago as well. Last point I want to share with you: uh, it has to do with the nature of polling. H- how could how could the polls of four years ago uh, been so off? Well, there was one poll back in 2016 that got it right. It came from a firm called Trafalgar. And what this group did, uh, what it claims to have done differently than the other polls, was to take into account uh, something that they re- refer to as uh, like social desirability. There was uh, something that, that these pollsters observed that was somehow, somehow preventing uh, those with whom they spoke uh, from sharing the truth. And so they reassessed their their approach and they reassessed their, their strategy. And what they did was they accounted for something that they called social desirability bias. What is that? It is when a respondent gives you an answer that's designed to make the person asking the question be less judgmental of the person who answers it. So for whatever reason, uh, the claim is here by this Trafalgar group that in 2016 and before that those being asked about whether or not they were supportive of Donald Trump were hesitant to reveal that. Were hesitant to reveal that. Not that they were hesitant to support the president, but to do so vocally was another matter. And so uh, this group then kind of tailored the way that they asked individuals, what their intentions were, and ultimately ended up correctly predicting uh, not only the 2016 presidential race, but more recently uh, another one where pollsters missed, uh, and that was the victory of Ron DeSantis over uh, Andrew Gillum there in the 2018 Florida gubernatorial race. Uh, Similar circumstances, uh, similar approach to polling, and right now uh, Trafalgar predicts that Donald Trump will retain the presidency and serve another four years in the White House. We're going to take a quick break. And when we return for the final segment of the program, we are going to look up to Utah's Capitol Hill, and we're going to look into their exploration into the use of police dogs. Should there be legislation that governs how police dogs are used here in the state? And why is it even being talked about? We'll get into that next as we wrap up today's program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike, and you're listening to KSL News Radio.